Hey, you guys, guess what? I'm in Mississippi today, and I'm so happy to be with my family and loved ones. I know I sound a little froggy because, you know, moving around, but I knew that I needed to make this introduction for you because today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. So today's bonus episode is of Superior Landscaping with Damien Thomas. It was such a pleasure to speak to Damien. He is so passionate about so many things, but in particular being an entrepreneur, and I want you to feel rejuvenated, excited, and all the things um, as much as I felt when I was interviewing him. He is such a great guy. He sits on the board with the Boys and Girls Club, and right now he is taking donations for the mustache um, project that they do every year. I'm going to put that in the show notes if you want to make a donation to um, this particular nonprofit. We would love it. And, um, you know, we support the kids, right? Hope that you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and I'll see you guys on Friday. Bye. This is a real account of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and unsure. Social media would have you think you have a great thought, then boom, you blow up. It is the farthest thing from the normal backstory. Here we will air the real entrepreneur struggle from customer service, vendors, and the day-to-day business. Welcome to Business After Dark with Sharice Chambers. In talking to this special young man who's the guest today, um, this we're going to title this season, I Told You So. And remember, I told you when I interviewed LaShan, when I interviewed Joy, that it's like hearing your mom say something. And then when someone else says, when someone else says the same thing your mom says, all of a sudden you get it. The, again, um, the gentleman we have today, he's in the lawn care business. Everybody we've interviewed is in different spectrums and scopes of their business. But we saying the same story. How is that even possible? And none of the guests that I know that I've interviewed, the only thing they have in common is that they know me, but they don't know each other. So it's not even possible for them to say the same exact stories and they don't even know each other. So the point is here is that we all kind of go through the same thing as entrepreneurs. And I just want you to know that you have a community of friends, of other people striving to be the best that they can be. And you don't have to do it alone. We creating a tribe here um, you want to get connected to me all the information will be in the show um, links and all the other fun stuff and of course you can follow me on social media but we'll get into that later on so today I, I have the esteemed pleasure to present Damien Thomas with sub, um, Superior Landscaping he has been on the grind he is very much my um spirit animal twin because he gets up at five o'clock in the morning like I do he works <laughs> out he he he's just doing all the things he does big things in the community he's also on the board with the um boys and girls club um he does the is it the mustache club um also mustache, mustache for kids mustache thank you so much yes yeah, so not only is he a uh uh um a husband, a dad, a community man. He is a hard worker. That's the point blank in the period. Today, I want to introduce you guys to Damian Thomas. And um, let's just get into it today. Hey, Damian, how you doing today? Hey, Sharice, how are you? I'm fantastic. I want to first, let's also preface, this man gets up at five. So that means his day is pack, pack. And you know, it's 
this is busy season. So I'm just so grateful that you even took time out your schedule to um, be on the podcast one and to, to just make space for us and give us just a little piece of your knowledge. He's been in business for a long time, long enough for me to say he's, you know, been in the game long enough to um, sink or swim. I always say like, once you get to that three, four year mark, we like, is your business for real, for real? You just doing it for play for play. And when you get past <laughs> that four year mark, we know you're here not to play no games. You know, he's, he's taking names and numbers. Okay, honey. And he do um, long care, not just in Lynchburg. And I'm all about catching them coins beyond your, your home base, because, you know, if your money stops where you live at, it kind of puts a constraint on your ceiling almost a little bit sometimes. But when you can pivot and you can get contracts outside of where you live at, honey, the bags can be endless. Is that right, Damien? That's that's totally right. Okay. So tell the people what you do. So um, I'm Damien. Thank you for having me on here again today, Sharice. It's a yes. great honor and privilege to be here. Um, yes. I'm the owner of Superior Landscape and been in business over five years now. Um, I heard what you said about the three to four year mark. I would still say that every day is a learning experience. Um, mm-hmm. I learn something new every day. Um, I, I don't think it's easy. I wouldn't say I'm mm-hmm. over the, I wouldn't even say I'm over the hump. I, mm-hmm. I wake up every day as if I'm, I'm still in year one. I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. young. I'm still ready to grind and still hungry. But um, we uh, basically provide lawn care maintenance um, for pretty much all of our clients that we deal with now. We've kind of revamped over the past two years, and we've kind of did more commercial maintenance property mm-hmm. um, work is what we're, we're doing now. We, deal mm-hmm. with, we still do a lot of residential work. And that kind of thing of landscaping and that kind of thing. But our direction is really to head more into commercial property maintenance is what we're doing. Okay. I love it. It's crazy. I just talked to Michelin Hall from Blackwater Branding. And she was saying, she's kind of repeating the very same thing you said. She was doing lance, um, freelancing um, photography. And now in the business that she does, she's doing more commercial photography. Like, what's the difference between doing residential and commercial properties well i mean I, I guess everybody has a preference as to what they're one wanting to do or what mm-hmm. their niche is mm-hmm. and what i found that works best for us and our program and what we have running is the commercial property maintenance aspect and so okay. we kind of like you yeah, when you're essentially thinking of a shop we kind of like your one-stop shop for lawn care um pruning uh turf care mulching landscaping um snow removal and so for, for what our program is set up for, we're basically set up a lot better to be able to service like commercial properties, such as your HOA areas, mm-hmm. um, restaurants, um, apartments, businesses, that kind of thing. Now, mm-hmm. we still do the same thing for mm-hmm. residential. It's just kind of residentials are, are kind of like our our, you know, go to for when we're in a large area and we got to have some fellow properties, we kind of sort those out and kind of get into those areas of trying to find those kind of things but mm-hmm. we will service either or but it just mm-hmm. kind of has to work and make sense for both for, for the client and for us right and so it just for us it's just we found out that service and commercial properties has just worked better for us and so that's just that- kind of the route and the direction we've taken and been very successful at it, uh, this far Okay, so you guys, I'm going to keep repeating what everybody is saying because, again, like I said, everybody is saying the same thing. So you heard Damien said niche, right? Very much like Michelin said niche, like 
the I want to the the point I want to draw to you guys is remember I mentioned the book A Thousand True Fans. Please, I keep mentioning this book over and over again. Please pick it up if you can get the. That is what I build my financial backups behind and really my marketing i'm not trying to be for everybody and you should never want to be for you are your business your product whatever you do is not for everybody that's why it's important to know what your marketing is that's why it's important to know what your direction is and most importantly know what your vision is so you know where you're even throwing the seeds at because you it's very important to be strategic in what you do and that's why i said there's no secret in success if you have systems and structures and consistency, you're going to hit something. And the more you you hone in on that, the more you perfect that, the more your conversion rate will go up, the more you can close deals with people. Oh, yeah, I have totally, people, for sure. Exactly. I have places where I, I have never marketed. Never. I've never paid for marketing. All of my business is word of mouth. And then this year I got business person of the year. I mean, what does that show you? Again, systems and I will keep saying that until I'm blue in the face. I want to make sure y'all get that part. And Damien's just re-echoing what I said. Because you need to get aligned with what you're trying to do and where you want to be. For and sure. the other thing is not to glorify where you want to be, but glorify the process. And as Damien was going through each one of his years, even though he's still hungry, he's learned like, okay, this space is better for me than this space. The goal didn't change. How he was going to get there has has um, pivoted. And that's a different different space. I think some people are just and tell me if this is true or not, Damien. I think we we know a bunch of other entrepreneurs that people are just so hype about like the end goal, like they get um so excited about six figures and and um generational wealth and all these other buzzwords. But then when they get to doing the work work, they're like, ah, oh, that's not what I signed up for. Exactly. Like like honestly and honestly for me. And my goal, it was never about really making money. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you're good at perfecting your craft and you're good at what you do and you're honest and true to what you do and you got that work and that grind, the money will come. But it's That's how facts. You, it's, it's, it's how you're going to prepare yourself to make the money. What are facts. you going to do and how are you going to reinvest when you're when you start generating that income for your business and, mm -hmm. and, and putting people in positions to have. You know, because the more the business grows, obviously, you know, you will need more employees and more mm -hmm. workers and this kind of things. But how are you going to create like that family kind of work atmosphere for your guys to make them feel like there's family involved there um, and, and, and that they know and that they can trust that, hey, this is more than just a job. This is a career. This is something that we can see ourselves doing for a while. This is mm -hmm. a company that we can see ourselves growing with when a family like environment and that, hey, I know that at the end of the day. They are growing so we can take care of our families. And, and, and so that's the bigger goal for me. How can mm -hmm. I impact somebody else's life through what I am trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish here? Basically. And you basically answer the next question is, why are you so passionate? And you know what's so crazy about it? When I was working a nine to five, I was like, man, if I ever became my own boss, I ain't going to do the things that upper management used to do. I ain't going to do, you know, fill in the blank. And I know a lot of y'all feel that way. You probably doing your, you know, your business and still working your nine to five. And I would I would um, say write it on your vision board to never be the way that you were treated in your business, because I think people get displaced sometimes once they get really high up exactly. um, in their business and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And when I had a thought process, you know, I, I, I do taxes, but I'm also creating a different framework around my business and how I conduct it. Like I do more consultations and I really love that space. So now I'm just creating different services to add the taxes, but not um 
feel so pressured to like, I don't want a tax firm. That's basically the come away. Like I was thinking big picture and I'm like, I don't want to be a tax firm. That's not, that's not my vision. So I'm trying to get into that space and what that looks like. So I'm so happy that you're so passionate about um, work environments, work culture, because I think that is a big thing. And I think that's the main reason too, why a lot of people are still on unemployment because they just had really toxic work environments and they just don't even want to go back to that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So what do you find, what's the easiest thing for you now that you've been in business for a while? Like you can do it in your sleep, in your business. I mean, nothing is really easy or nothing is really like, uh, 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 to per se to say okay like oh i can leap and do this or i can do this mm-hmm. every day there's something different that i face um you know and, and and honestly i like it because i meet new people every single day like mm-hmm. um and so every day i face different challenges you know I, I don't know when the phone rings i don't know who i'm going to meet when i look at my mm-hmm. calendar i don't know what that person looked like i don't know who they are mm-hmm. my, my my goal at the end of the day is to treat everybody the same you know mm-hmm. um and, and and listen to them, listen to their concerns, their ideas, their thoughts, and at the end of the day, provide a service that they're wanting. Whether it's a yeah. landscaping job, whether it's, a, it's, it's, it's mowing some grass, or whether it's some pruning, or whether it's in the fall leaf removal, whatever the case may be. You know, nothing is necessarily easy, I would say, or per se, or make me think, oh, like, oh, it's, it's, it's done and over with. But, you know, every day I wake up to, 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 to fight the challenge of what am I going to face today? And how are we going to um, overcome, you know? Right. What would you, would you say that you've gotten better at delegating things though in your entrepreneurship? I find that's very difficult for entrepreneurs to do because they want to be all the things, but at some point in the space of growth, in the space of scaling, you have to learn how to delegate other things because you have employees. So you have to feel comfortable to say hey can you do this because look you guys i live in lynchburg and whenever i see the green um superior trucks i'm i've been seeing the guys they mean nowhere to be found and the guys are in their work doing their work i don't see nobody on their cell phones playing around you know i i'm, I'm going real fast though you know what i'm saying not saying that <laughs> but it, i always <laughs> see them they're workers though right and i it speaks for themselves like when you see them i'm like all right i know who you know your um your reputation and your the people who you employ proceed who you are as a man. And that's like, well, well, another big thing about me is I'm always like a tone and atmosphere setter from the jump, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my crew guys, my main guys, you, you know, they, they kind of know what I expect. Mm-hmm. I've kind of laid down the ground rules and the foundation from day one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and that's kind of what to be expected out, out of those kind of guys. So, Really, you know, I do not have a hard time or find it difficult delegating certain things. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I, and, I, and I think I do that so well because I don't micromanage either. Mm-hmm. And so my job is to send out the work and trust, and trust in the leadership that I have, that it right. gets done and that it gets done efficiently, efficiently and effectively. And so right. when those things repeatedly get done and I don't have to go back behind people and I don't have to check behind people, then I don't have a reason to, 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 you know, to be that micromanaged boss and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. And so I give my guys that leeway and that trust to be able to say, okay, well, here's what my project is for the day, or here's what our route is for the day. And, you know, bosses trust me and my team to get this done. And, 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 and we're going to do it to the best of our ability and we're going to roll on and we're going to knock it out. 
And each one of my crews, they just really are very good about that. And the crew leaders are very good about making sure things are, are in place or, or are done uh, the right way um, and, and that kind of thing. Like we just just really having to delegate stuff when I when I send it out. I, I don't have a problem doing that. Um, and right. I, then I don't have a problem trusting my guys either. I think that's what a lot of guys or entrepreneurs mess up at is they want to be an entrepreneur and a boss on one end, but they want to be like in every part of the business. Like as, mm-hmm. you're, growing, as you're growing, you got to start delegating work to other people and put them in positions to be able to handle those things and trust that, hey, the job mm-hmm. is getting done so that you can be doing other things. Mm-hmm. To make sure that, and this thing's like a puzzle. Everybody has to work together to get the goal done. But that, right. to me, Honestly, my guys always say boss this and boss that, but I really don't even consider myself that. Like, I consider myself one of the guys just like they are. And so when you got that level of respect for them and they got that level of respect for you, at the end of the day, everybody is coming to the shop to to, to w- see whatever the goal is or whatever it is that mm-hmm. we got to do for the day and accomplish it at the end of the day. I mean, and so I think that's what works best for us in our program and, it's, and when I've been very successful at I really kind of just, you know, delegating and not really micromanaging and, know, and mm-hmm. trusting that the work is getting done. I love it. And also, you guys, um, I'm going to gloat on Damien a little bit, make him blush. He is also a work. It's very much like he says. He says that he's one of the guys. It, he, look, if he I didn't seen Damien on a lawnmower, OK, on his um, Instagram <laughs> post. OK, so he does the work, too. He ain't. He's delegating work, but he's also an example of a boss who gets in and does the work as well. And I think that's another thing that um, I used to always feel discouraged about, like a boss that I worked for, like they'd be asking you to do something and then you want to kind of give feedback, but you're scared because they're like, I'm the boss, you know, people who I've ever worked for who felt like it was necessary to say, like, I'm the boss. I'm like bosses don't say that they're the boss you just know that they are like. exactly yeah you just it's just some of those things you just don't i mean and that's that kind of level of respect that you got to kind of put out there for your guys and you got to have towards each other to where like even my main crew guys they know that if one of their crew members are sick or they short a guy whatever the case may be that i will i will come right out there whatever that particular crew is i'll run the weed eater i'll run the blower i'll get on the mower i'll pull weeds I'll do whatever it takes to get the job done because at the end of the day, everybody has to know before we got to this level that we are right now, I was doing this in year one, year mm-hmm. two, I mean, like every single day. Mm-hmm. And so I never want to get to that place in business to where I feel like I can't go out and and, and do what the guys are physically mm-hmm. doing or I've gotten so lazy to the point that I don't want to go out and do it. Now, do mm-hmm. I go out and do it every day? No. But right. I am still, I mean, because I'm at the point now where I'm mostly doing the bidding in the office work and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I still will literally get out. And sometimes I do that, even though all the guys may show up and be at work every day. But sometimes mm-hmm. I may do that just to go out and mingle with different crews. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go out with each crew, you know, once a week or whatever to do different projects and see what they got going on. Just to work with them, just to ask a guy, hey, how's your day going? How was your right. weekend? How, oh, and he's infamous for buying them lunch, y'all. He infamous for buying his crew lunch. I see him. They be on the back of the truck eating all the time. Sometimes the time. we in a restaurant <laughs> area, I buy all the guys lunch. I mean, it's just right. small things that go right. a long way, man. And when you treat guys like family, I think that's what creates that good, positive work environment. Bond. Most definitely. Most definitely. So what's something you wish you knew before you started business? Huh, that's a good question right there. It's a lot of things I wish I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh, all of us say that. We're like, I just this I just actually had a consultation with a client today. She's been in business, I want to say either two or three years. And I just showed her, I we just signed her up for an LLC. Now, she, of course, she still could have done, she still is a, she was legal. Let, let's make something clear. You can be a solopreneur without an LLC, but she wanted to get the LLC because she's going to next levels and doing things and it's required to fill up her W-9s and stuff like that. But when I tell you she was almost moved to tears when I is it, it almost makes you feel like you're official official. And there's some things that people like they kind of I won't say backtrack, but they find that they have to go back to because since she didn't have an LLC, though, this is something to note. You can't have a business um, uh, a business bank account unless you have an LLC, because that's one of the pieces of papers that the banks require. So just think about it. now she's also she had a separate account, but it wasn't a business account. And since she didn't have a business account, she couldn't get business credit. You see where I'm going here? Uh -huh. See, that's why it's so important for you to have the things in a line. So, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And having a cousin, uncle, brother, sister who had a business because everybody in they somebody, everybody got somebody in their family who had their own business. I know somebody, but you don't know the day to day. You just know they run a business and they're making money. But when you're actually in the thick of it. And get to you know experience all the things in real time. It it's it's another situation. Well, unfortunately for me, I mean, my grandpa has been in business my whole life. Um, mm -hmm. My dad has owned a couple of businesses, so business has kind of been in my family or around mm -hmm. my family, so to speak. And I, I and I just know a lot of business owners, and I'm I'm that type of guy that will ask somebody a hundred questions, like mm -hmm. like and and that's what a lot of entrepreneurs that start they mess up at like. They just go out and they do a bunch of stuff without really seeking the information or trying mm -hmm. to obtain knowledge about what they're getting into and that kind of thing. Right. If I had to say anything that I wish I would have known, it, it, honestly, the business aspect of it more so is it, probably more the hardest than just running day-to-day -day operation. Oh, it's for sure. Of, for sure. So it's a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. That just, paying payroll tax, yeah, it, all of those little all things, those, yeah, like yeah. all of those little things. Like when you start a business, business, and you think, oh, I could just pay such and such a mm -hmm. two weeks or a week, and it's mm -hmm. all good. And you find out, oh, you got to pay this tax, and oh, you got to do mm -hmm. this, and oh, mm -hmm. you gotta, those are the little nitty gritty things that not necessarily becomes a problem, you know, because you're generating income. But it's right. just like, dang, I got to pay this. I got to do that. Right. Do this, it's a thought that. process. Like, you got to know, you got to have all your ducks lined up in a row. And now that we're kind of at a point in, in, in the position of business where we're kind of running smooth, things are operating the right way, mm -hmm. things are being paid the right way, and that kind of thing. And there's nothing, like, under the table, no shade, you know, that kind of thing. Right. You're like, whew, man, like, I'm really, really running the legit Business. You know, business, yes. You know? When I have conversations with other entrepreneurs and especially the tax portion, because again, I'm a, you know, I'm a, a business strategist and that is probably the hardest mindset for most people to conceive because people like really, they hate paying taxes. I'm going to tell you point blank. I ain't come across nobody who's like really like just been overly excited to pay taxes, but it is a thought process. And when you're making a couple hundred dollars to when you're making a couple thousand dollars and last year was my first year being able to put myself on payroll. It's a whole thought it's a whole different process. Ball game. Yeah. And I'm making double what I made last year for next year in my projections. I've already done my budget and everything. So that means I'm in a new tax bracket. And yeah. that's a thought process. Like more money I have to put aside for my taxes. I also do my estimated taxes. And y'all, we could have a whole nother conversation about that on another day. Cause that's a, that's a whole nother conversation, <laughs> but you know, it is a thought process. And I think 
you know, as you level up too, you know, you do get into different spaces and you have to graduate. I guess that's probably the best word to say, graduate from one mindset to the next to be, to take up the space you need to, to have understanding of where you are. And I just be thinking to myself, like, I remember when, when someone signed a contract for their first invoice that had a, a comma in it, I had never charged nobody a thousand dollars for anything. And when I got paid and did the service, I was like, huh, tell me more. Yeah. And now I'm <laughs> figuring out that I can actually do less work and make more money. I'm like, huh, you know, again, the graduation of it all. And so that's part of like, and that's part of like, you know, the, the, the growth in business. Like mm -hmm. I remember when I first started business, I was trying to do all of the stuff, work, mm -hmm. the paperwork, the taxes portion of it, doing it all, mm -hmm. trying to just doing it all. And as I finally started really growing and making income, we had to like hit a plateau. And I was like, wait a minute here. We got to refocus. Mm -hmm. I got to refocus. I got to re at my game to become better because a lot of people want to be in business, but a lot of people don't really know numbers. A lot of people don't really know mm -hmm. their numbers. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had to start putting people in place and paying people to be in place to help making sure that, not just the business part is ran right, but the numbers part is ran right. Right. And so I don't handle the the day to day accounting part of it, and the bookkeeping, and all of that. I pay somebody to do that kind of work. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I I have a guy that that helps me with the financial planning and, and and making sure that the investments and insurances and that kind of thing is mm -hmm. right. Like all of that stuff matters. And so right. this is, again, as you grow, this is all a piece of the puzzle, and right. you have to have somebody in place. To make sure that you're not just making money, but that you're allocating and that you're putting it in the right places and that you're right. investing in the right things. Right. And that you got insurance and that you're covering all of this stuff and that right. you know, you know, so much other stuff. I mean, even now to really like, you know, you know, somebody you can you be a business owner, you're not even thinking about life insurance. Right. And, you know, you got this business going and all of this stuff and all of that. But you gotta make sure that you got people in place and making sure that they allocate and advocate for you on your right. behalf to making sure that you are straight. And right. so not only is it a big part of business and running the day-to-day -day operation, but you got to have somebody making sure that your day-to-day -day operation and accounting is going well and that your bookkeeping is going well. And so that you can really look back at this stuff as pull reports and see where you are and where you're right. headed and that kind of thing. And so that's a big one for me. I think it's because people have the hustle mindset. And that's why I hate that word so much is because at some point you can't be hustling. You need to be strategic. And there's yeah, exactly. a difference. Yeah. Hustling is like, you're making money. And most people who hustle, they make money, make money. They spend money as quickly as they make it. And the other part is when you become your own boss, the things that your nine to five job used to do, you need to create that infrastructure for that space. You know, so the whole point of the game is, one, you're creating this new space of time so that you can have um, what you call laptop lifestyle or whatever the crap they say on social media. But the reality of the situation is you need to be creating infrastructure for the long term because you can't just be making money, paying taxes in the now, but part of adulting, not even just no, on no business stuff, y'all, on adulting, you have to project for your future. Exactly. If you have kids, you know, when will your house be paid off, cars and stuff, and that that has to be connected to your business because you're funneling that money from your business and very much like Damon he keeps saying it over and over again I think I want to call this um, episode the puzzle piece like what are your puzzle pieces and how do they come together and what does it need to look like and also Damien's very smart we had lunch a long time ago and I just when he was talking to me I was just like yes yes I was just <laughs> I won't say it out loud but I was saying it in my head not only and very few people like him he not only has 
someone who does his bookkeeping, but he also has a financial advisor. And those two combinations are, that's a, that's a bomb put together because his financial advisor tells him his day-to-day stuff in his life and how it connects to his business. Like even, I know a lot of people don't give much thought process, but you know, we, we talk about all these fancy words like um, financial freedom and um, breaking generational curses. But if you don't put infrastructure in place so your child can get your business, then you're doing it for nothing. You have exactly. to, you can't exactly. just say it. You got to put the paperwork in place. And it's for so those funny. Things. It's so funny that you say that. It's so funny that you say that because like, I'll get to the point where like, I will like, like every so often I'll get on the phone with my financial advisor and I'll get on the phone with my accountant. And I like yeah. them because we all kind of connected. Right. And so what we'll do is we will literally meet together at my financial advisor's office and we'll get in front of the board. And she'll bring reports from financial in, and mm-hmm. he'll have his reports from the investment in of what we're doing and where I'm trying to go and what are we trying to accomplish here. And he'll get in front of the board and put realistic numbers up. Okay, mm-hmm. this is this is where we we are. This is where we're headed, and this is where we need to be. And and, and you know, it's it's like that, like putting all the pieces to the puzzle together because you can make money, but again, if you aren't investing in the right things, taking care of the people that. You, you know, that surround you and then making sure that those people that's around you are positively impacted in some form, shape or one or way or another. Then what 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 are you like are trying to accomplish here other than self? Like my bigger yeah. goal is not to just take care of me and my family, but to invest and help take care of the people that's around me and the people that, you know, I get to work with on a day to day to help make sure that they can do the same thing for their family. Exactly. So that's what it's all about. And the other part, too, is, y'all, you really have to give a thought process. If you're just making a couple hundred dollars, not saying that's that's the beginnings of a business. When you start making a couple thousand dollars, you really need to start putting those things into place and really have a thought. Like if you're just thinking year to year, if you don't have a one, three and a five, I'd say even a 10 year plan. Like, are you really doing business? Like if you want this just to be a hobby or a side hustle, the IRS does have publications about what that looks like. How do you claim taxes on it and this, that, and the third? But if you're really trying to infrastructure a business, you really need like, how do you, how much money do you need to make to even be able to put yourself on payroll as a thought process? Exactly. Because if you're just making fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, you don't make enough money to put yourself on payroll, boo-boo. And exactly. that really is a part-time job. And it's okay. It's okay. Look, my Everybody business, has a lane. <laughs> every, right. Just pick it. Like, yeah. again, for me, when I do consultations with people, the very first thing I say is, what's the end goal? Because yeah. then then I can tell you what the steps are. But I'm not going to, everybody's not going to take their spaces in different, in different ways. Like, I've been in business for four years and remember i just said i just put myself on payroll last year so i've been in business for three years not being able to draw anything and i had another side job to be honest with you where i was was on a w-2 making money through a contract job which i it it, i got paid like a w-2 person but i was able to make my own hours Mm -hmm. but now i don't even work that job i like strictly work just for myself and it's like it's another thought process like you need to make sure again create creating that infrastructure and also make sure you do your research and development just because you think you have a good idea if people are not buying your your items if you're not um increasing like every year i make 25 percent more than i made the year before every year i make 25 like those are again the reason like when damien says when you look at your numbers what do they say to you just because you're making money doesn't mean you're making a profit exactly exactly and um, that's the next podcast for this this week coming up just because you make money does not mean you make a profit and as much as you don't like paying taxes that's the point 
yeah, you exactly. have the, the IRS, the, the specific definition for having a business by the IRS says to um, you are in business to function, to make a profit. That means you're looking to make money. Exactly. And even in, and even in all of that, like the, the biggest of it all is, OK, well, I know I want to be a business owner. I know I want to do this and I know I want to have this and I want to come up. You know, all of that mm-hmm. matters. But I can't tell you how many landscaping and lawn care companies there are. I can't tell you how many food mm-hmm. trucks there are. I can't tell you how many people that do accounting or financial advising, mm-hmm. all of those, all of those different things. Right. But, right. The, you know, I always ask myself and I, I can't even I can't even tell you how many people told me, like, why do you want to start a lawn care business? You know how many companies there are and this and that, this and that, this and that, this and that. And I would just listen to people because I knew what I wanted to do and I mm-hmm. knew what I had in me to cut to, to do it. Right. And so I always I always ask myself or find myself asking myself this all the time. As I get comfortable, but I always ask myself, what makes me different and what sets me apart? I know there's 20 mm-hmm. other companies in my area. Right. I know, I know, I know they I know they can pick up the phone and call any of them. Right. But what will draw that prospective client to, to superior landscaping? What right. makes me different than the bigger guy? And and so right. I know I'm doing something right because I can't tell you how many of the bigger guys that I know that I might, you know, work out with or see it, you know, different places mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, or we I have lunch with some of these guys or whatever the case may be. And they say, oh, man, you're rolling. You're doing good. And this and that. And I always tell people, I'm not doing enough. Like, I ain't tired yet. Like, we, 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 we I am just getting started. Mm-hmm. And they always say, well, why you want to keep going? And, and, and it's because I always tell myself what will continue to make us different and set us apart from everybody else. Because the moment you relax, and you think, oh, well, we number one in the area. Da, 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 da. You could be gone. Your place could be taken. Honey, okay. Your place could be once taken. Once you get to see... the top, where else is there to go? It, exactly. Your place can be taken. And so what people don't even realize, realize, like, honestly, like, you know, Sharice, you know who my, my motivational man is. Every oh, yeah. morning, every morning, 430, I'm up listening to content. Every morning. And it's because, like, I, I have to have that. You know what I'm saying? And right. so. That that that's what keeps me grounded, keeps me hungry to know that my place can be taken. Like there's somebody else coming up behind and under me. So, right. like, what am I gonna do to maintain this level that I'm at and that I'm doing right now? You know what I'm right. saying? And so you are I, your own competition. Exactly. Exactly. People ask me all the time, "Well, who are you in competition with? Don't you you and such and such know each other, and y'all ain't in competition?" With? And I tell them, I say, you know, I know them. They know me. And, you know, I'm, I'm working on what I'm working on. And they I'm work exactly. They're working, they working on what they're working on. Like, like, this, you know, I, I, I'm that in competition. That concept never made sense to me. Literally, like, like I'm in I competition with me. <laughs> I sell. So this is the other part. Like, how many people live in Lynchburg, right? This is my thought process. And, like, someone's like, oh, you want to sell Mary Kay? There's already Mary Kay consultants. And I'm like, well... There's also more people, like even if a thousand people, let's just, again, I talked about this book over and over again. If everybody who was a Mary Kay consultant had a thousand people, you know, who were their customers or underneath them or whatever, whatever, there would still be people left over, you guys. Exactly. So, like, and people also are connected to people by, you know, a certain alignments. You know, people are also connected to you because... 
they like your personality. They like the way that you do business. We all don't think the same. Um, just because Damon could, like he said, he could have picked any other accountant, bookkeeper, something. He found someone who he aligns with, who talks the way he likes them to talk. So very much like your business. If you, there's a whole bunch of eyelash techs. There's a whole bunch of other people who also sell Mary Kay. There's also a whole bunch of landscape. There's a whole bunch of bookkeepers just like There me. are a ton of people that does a ton of different things. And, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, it's who drives you the most? Right. Who sets you apart? What makes mm-hmm. you different? The, even down to my financial advisor, me and him have became so close. Like, like I consider him like a brother now. But mm-hmm. even down to him, before I even signed any paperwork with him, did any deal with him, Man, it wasn't even about business with him when he reached out. It was more so just that connection of just meeting and just, Mm -hmm. you know, having lunch or having tea or coffee or whatever the case may be, just having simple conversation, that kind of thing. And so he just would all, like, he was consistent. And consistency wins every time. And so, like, and and, and that's what works for him and his business. And And so for me and anybody else that has a business is, that's what I always tell people. You got to find your niche of what works for you and how will it make you successful in doing whatever you're trying to do. Exactly. I agree. Well, y'all already know how I feel about that. We talked about um, there's no secret in success. And if you want to know my thought process, check that um, episode out. I'll put it in the show notes as well. So before we depart, Damien, um, how can the people get in contact with you, follow you, um, know what you're doing, all the fun stuff? So on Facebook, <clears throat> Superior Landscaping LLC. Um, we got a Facebook, Instagram page, uh, same thing. Um, phone number four three four eight four nine one two four four or email, um, which that's all on the site and website mm-hmm. as well. www.superiorlandscapingllc.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And so those are any ways you can reach out, get in contact with us, and uh, we can go and go from there. Fantastic. And you guys, I will put all of his information in the show notes if you want to get connected with him, if you need some kind of services. And look, I know it's the summertime, but I'm already thinking about December, baby, and it's going to be some like snow removal soon. So there you go. There you go. (laughs) So just y'all need to, I'm always thinking ahead. That's the Virgo in me. I'm a planner. Okay. I don't like, I I ain't going to say I don't like surprises. They're all right. (laughs) But um, I'm. Um, thank you again, Damien, so much for taking time out to talk to us and giving us your perspective from your entrepreneurial landscape. I, I so much appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on as well. Of course. You guys, you know what I'm going to say. I have two things I need to tell you. I'm rooting for your win. And I hope that you have the greatest day ever. Aha!